What's up, guys? Welcome to the Varsity Radio Show. Oh, that's you. I thought we were having technical difficulties. Anyway. That's what my beatboxing sounds like. It did for a second. I was a little scared. So, anyway. Right in the feelings. We are in the studio. We survived the rain. We actually took boats into the building. I took a uh, class from Michael Phelps. That's uh, how I survived. Yeah. Yeah. It's awesome. So, anyway. We, uh, no. I'd like to introduce the people in the studio with me who survived all the rain and the storms and all the scary stuff. To my right, wearing a Huntsville Havocs jersey, sporting a beard and a bald head, my friend, Jameson Fowler. Hey there, hi there, ho there, how's it going, guys? Also, uh, to my right, in a blue shirt says he's a volunteer. I'm a volunteer. That's right. <laughs> True story. It Not looks, a, ten- he's looks a Tennessee like he just, volunteer. Yeah, it looks like he just got his hair did. I did. Looks sharp, man. Looks fantastic. Red, sharp hair. Brad Sassy Wiggles Unicorn. Brad Hudson. That nickname's a mouthful. Yeah. I appreciate it. I, I'm sorry I like added Brad at the beginning of that, but of there he is. Social media. So if you're talking on social media, he's going to answer you today. Uh, and there's eight of you right now, which we very much appreciate. We're going to have uh, Marshall Christian in the studio today. And yeah, also, without this man, this whole show wouldn't happen. He's fantastic. He has a great goatee and wears really cool glasses and pushes all the buttons. The man, Steven Spiegel. Hello, everybody. How you doing? Yeah, so we've got a show for you. It's going to be and, fantastic. And who are you? We never yeah, said that. Yeah. I am, I think I said it at the beginning, but I am Seth Henniger. I am the host of the Varsity Radio Show, and uh, we are just excited, ecstatic. I would say you're like have the, you the second or third best looking guy on the show. Thank Steven you. Steven being the first. Ooh. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> Thank you. I agree with that analysis. Brad being like second or third, and me in dead last. Whoa! Because yeah, <laughs> look at that self-esteem. Hey man, I got Jameson. Thanks for not putting me in last place. <laughs> hey, you're welcome, bud. We'll fight over it. Hey, Marianne, how are you? We're glad you're watching. Uh, anyway, hey, we're gonna go with meme of the week right now. I love this. This is fantastic. So true. And uh, our good friend Ricky sent this because baseball season is upon us. Yes, pitchers and catchers have reported. And he says this is for me. So it says, baseball is the greatest sport of all time. Amen. Amen. Well, Michael Jordan was the greatest athlete of all time, and he was terrible at baseball. Facts. Tim Tebow was the greatest college football player from Florida. Not good at baseball. Facts. Don't get me started on (laughs) Russell Wilson. (laughs) Man. His baseball career was such a joke that me, a sports follower, I had to go look up. What was Russell Wilson's involvement with, with Did baseball? Did he have one? Yeah. yeah. He's, he's been to he's spring just, training with the Rangers yeah. and the Yankees. Just haven't worked out for him. He, he was traded to the Yankees <laughs> or something for future consideration or something yeah. like that. Yeah. From from Texas. I do agree that Michael Jordan's the greatest athlete of all time. Uh, no, he's not the greatest athlete of all time. <laughs> Who is? I don't know, but it's not Michael <laughs> Jordan. <laughs> He's like the greatest. Basketball I think. Well, actually, I think we're right. so quick to dismiss that title because it's such a big title that we just don't want to say that off the bat. But yeah. he'd be up there for oh, for consideration for sure. There's no but doubt. I don't think There's he's no undoubtedly doubt. the best. Okay. Sorry, anyway. I snapped too. I didn't next, mean to snap. Next, next, next. <laughs> this one touched my heart more than any guys. Roses are wet. Violets are wet. Everything is wet. 
please stop raining. You got to read it like this, though. Roses are wet. Violets are wet. Everything is wet. Please stop raining. Strut. Strut. You have to Roses with a, with are a, wet. With a little bit of like. Violets are wet. Everything, Everything is, is wet. wet. That's beautiful. Please Red. stop raining. Stop raining. Yeah. So <laughs> anyway. A little bit of just fatigue in your voice there. And, uh, you know, then you got this one at the bottom. It says it's a submarine driving. It's, it's A submarine is floating. Yeah. And it, it says on my way. On my way to the Piggly Wiggly. Y'all need anything? See, I bet he was going to get uh, sub sandwiches. That's... Maybe he's on his way to Subway. <laughs> ah, <laughs> catch that L train. Hey, I'd be on my way now, to guys, Marcos. Wait, wait, wait. Yeah, this is not a meme. This is this is true life facts right here. Greatest pizza ever, Marcos. Mm-hmm. And uh, they If are... they have to, they will get in their right. submarines and yeah. deliver pizza if, to you. If Michael Jordan was a, ba- a basketball player, which he is, was... He would be Marcos Pichu, which is, was... The greatest. I understood the message there. Yes. What he was trying to I say. I got it. I got that it. That Marcos Pizza is the, is the Michael Jordan of it, pizza. It, it is the go. pizza for you and me. That's right. And so, uh, Marcos is located at 7360 Highway 431 Suite 11, Albertville, so Alabama, 11. in the shops of Albertville. The suite has been turned uh, Their phone 11. number is 256-660-5666. Or you are always able to go to their website, marcos.com. Hey, we're going to go to some music, and we'll be back with FCA Moment of the Week. I got Dante Pride with Come Up Off the Struggle right here on the Varsity Radio Show. I'm on a undefeated army. It's time for the FCA Moment of the Week. Hey, Russ Daniels is on the phone with us right now. How you doing, Russ? I'm great. How are y'all doing? I am fantastic, man. Seems like y'all are busy, busy, busy this time of the year. We are very busy this time of the year. Very busy. So, hey, there's two things I want to talk to you about today, Russ. The first one, I want to talk about FCA internships. Yes, FCA internship. Uh, right now, we actually had our internship interest meeting a couple weeks ago, so that was for anybody who was interested in it and we gave all the information for what exactly the internship is um you know what it takes to be in the internship what are the dates of the summer um and so if you missed it i'll give you a quick little rundown basically uh if you are a current sophomore older then you are eligible to intern with us and um there's a video should be on our website northalabamafca.org that you can find that whole meeting uh, it will give you all the information but basically there are four camps that we work in the summer one right in Marshall County at uh, this year will be part of Albertville High School and um, so there are four camps that the interns are able to work we ask that they work a minimum of two that's yeah. the internship is hello hello hey there you are I thought I lost you for a second Oh, oh, yeah, sorry. No, sorry. Yeah, no. Uh, so, yeah, so you get work a, a total of two, and we last year got the privilege of coming on, uh, coming to your camp live. That was so much fun. That was a great experience. Yeah, that was fun. That it was fun. It was really, really great, and the cool people yeah. that you get to be with. So if you you are out there, your high school uh, or college, and you want something really fun to do this summer. 
interning with FCA is an incredible option, right? This is something you don't just do every day. So much fun. Uh, also, yeah, it's also, also one more thing about the internship. I'm sorry. Yeah, it's go ahead. Not like you're not committing to the entire summer. So two of those camps are in June and two are in July. So what some people will do if they have sports, uh, a lot of that happens in June. So they will do the training at the very beginning of the summer and then have June to do whatever sport they want to do. And then they'll come and work the two camps in July. So there's plenty of ways to work around. Obviously, we are SCA, so we understand athletes have some things going on in the summer so you're not committing to an entire summer either yeah and that's that's a big drawback for a lot of people too i know so that's great that you guys can work with that um so what it, what is uh what's the actual camp look like for uh either a, like a participant or one of your summer interns what, what will they be doing yeah so for a participant it's for ages 7 to 13 and they will choose a sport um, where they will get instruction from most of the time college coaches. Um, Come on now. And yeah, and that'll be in the morning session and then lunch will be provided. And then in the afternoon we have competition and, um, opportunities to, to just share the gospel. So the huddle leaders, which a lot of those uh, are interns, they'll have a huddle of about uh, eight to ten of the the kids at the camp and they'll just kind of walk through different devotionals with them and walk through step by step each day going through a different part of the gospel and so um they they just pour into those kids and are in charge of taking care of them and then each intern or volunteer huddle leader will um they will be part of one of the sport instruction times so uh, for those athletes, you know, if you're a basketball player, you can be part of the instruction time for basketball. So that's kind of a quick breakdown of what, what a camp day looks like. Awesome. Hey, Russ. This is Jameson. How you doing? Doing great. That table still holding up? It's still holding up. <laughs> it's all about the table. <laughs> you love that table. We're hey, man, checking look, in, man. We're I checking just, in. I just want you to know that I care about you and, uh, you know, what's going on in your life. And your craftsmanship. I mean, I'm sure you've got more than a table going on in your life, but, I mean, that's all I really know about here, Russ. I only talk to you on the radio. Um, that's right. That's true. <laughs> and, of course, FCA. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that thing. Yeah. <laughs> but tell me real quick about what the home team celebration is. Yeah, so the home team celebration is a it's partly a fundraising event um but it's also in the name home team celebration so any financial partners that we have are we call them our home team um and so we bring them to to just say thank you but it's also an opportunity for them to bring others who are interested in partnering financially with fca um, and just hearing more about what exactly fca is and this year we have Charlie Ward, wow, um, high man, trophy winner from yeah. State, also played in the NBA, yeah, uh, so the, pretty talented guy, athletic. The team, only yeah. Heisman winner to do so, yes, wow. And so he also like he got drafted in the MLB too. Like this guy is like uh, just freak athlete. I'm so <laughs> sure he was that guy in high school that was the the basketball star, the football star, the baseball star. Yeah. But he actually was able to yeah. three sports that guys. Game. This is crazy. Man, yeah, he only got sleep yeah. during the yeah. summer. That was it. Wow. Yeah. Well, Russ, man, we're so glad that you called us. We want you to be a part of that. You can find any of this information out at NorthAlabamaFCA.org. Uh, if you didn't get any of what Russ said, or you just picked up part of it, go there check out any of that stuff and you can get more information or find the phone numbers to call those 
to call them to get more information. So, Russ, we right. really appreciate you, man. You are a superstar. Awesome. Thank you guys so much. Appreciate what y'all do, and, and thank you for allowing us to come on and, and share. So, yeah, man. Good to talk to you. Talk. Good talking to y'all. See you, Russ. See you. Send me pictures of the table. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, Russ and FCA, they're superstars. And we have another superstar that joins in on the show with us. And that's Marco's Pizza. It is. We wouldn't be able to do the Woo! show without Marco. Right. And yeah, and Russ is they, building a table for some they fuel Marco's us. Pizza. He's building a Marco's table, whether he knows yeah. it or not. Hey, Russ, right. you're building us a Marco's table. <laughs> Absolutely. We Thanks need, for that. We <laughs> <need it. laughs> but Marco's Pizza, they really are awesome. Uh, they provide the the best cheat day experience for me that I can have <laughs> weekly. Um, <laughs> so I do enjoy my weekly dose of Marcos. It keeps like me going me until every day is cheat day. You just make it happen. But yeah, yeah Marcos, they're so much more than pizza. Though they have sub sal- salads, sides, desserts, and beverages. It's not pizza; it's life change. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, they're located at 7360 Highway 431 Suite 11 in Albertville, Alabama. That's at the shops of Albertville. Uh, if you don't want to go there to their dining room, then they will come to you with the pizza. Just call 256-660-5666. You don't want to talk to people at all, but Marcos still come to your house? Go to their website, marcos.com. Order some pizza. They deliver to the River Bridge in Gunnersville and to the Sardis Line South. So... That's a lot of you guys out there listening to us right now. I'll get you some Marcos. And Justin, who uh, actually brings our pizza to us, he told me if they tell that they heard about Marcos here on the Varsity on WJIA, said they might be very happy that they tell them. So I can't tell hint, you. Hint, hint. Yeah, just a hint. Hint, hint, hint. hint. So Wink. You might want to tell them you heard about them here on the Varsity. Floor. Please. You won't just be a, disappointed by it. Exactly. You'll be happy. Exactly. All right, got some great music for you. Got Daniel Amp with Amped Up right here on the Varsity Radio Show. No to action. No distractions. Better hit the stage like a VMA. Tell me what's happening. And now, today's clutch moment. Yeah, here we go, guys. It's going to be a great day. As these guys know what I'm talking about today. So they're a little uncomfortable. So, Steven, I want you to help me here. <laughs> As we watch as our viewer line just... No, no. So we got the two. I, I think it'll actually spike here. We're talking oh, about boundaries. Right. So we're going to talk about boundaries. And uh, Steven and I are both married. Right? Mm-hmm. Right? Steven's been married for how many years to Cassie? Uh, a little longer than you. Just, what, 12 now? Yeah, Let's right see. at 12. I'm coming up on 12 in August. Yeah. And so, uh, and then these two guys to my right are both, you've been dating Kayla, how long? Uh, since October of 2017, so that would be a year and five months. He's killing it. He's killing it. So, and then Jameson, not killing your relationships, mm-hmm. killing it at being a boyfriend. <laughs> and then Jameson over here, he's been dating how long? Uh, since September 30th of 2018. I feel like we need a girl on the panel here. I got you beat. <laughs> like, September 30th. So, good job. Of when? Last year. 2018. Right, okay. So good. So, let's... The year before this one? Right, that's right. <laughs> I just didn't hear. I'm sorry. That's okay. So, last, uh, you know, make him a little more uncomfortable, his girlfriend's uh, brother's in the room. Yeah. So, here we go. Welcome to the show, Troy. It's Welcome only, to the show, Troy. It's only going to be uncomfortable if you keep mentioning it. Right. <laughs> Hope you brought popcorn. Don't worry, I will. Okay, so anyway... <laughs> Today I want to talk to you about something that I think is so important. I probably want to deal with it in a way you've probably never heard it. Uh, And so there's 
two stories in the Bible I want to talk about. Okay, mm-hmm. so the first one is this one, and it plays out very much like a Jerry Springer show. This is crazy. Okay, so this guy is named Simpson. Now hear me out. Hey there, Delilah. Yeah. <laughs> And and Samson, right? Did, did we she know him. Break his throne and cut his hair. Yes, eventually. So, the but blitz, here's the, let's play let's play the story out. Spoiler alert. Here's the, here's the, yeah spoiler. So here's how the story goes. Samson is like the strongest man in Israel. Obviously, like he kills a thousand people with the jawbone of, of a donkey. donkey. That's impressive, guys. Donkey, donkey. Some UFC stuff That's going on nice right there. Boulder. It's pretty incredible. Uh, and. So the Philistines hate this guy, right? So the they obviously, yeah, they want him dead. Uh, and so he falls in love with this girl named Delilah. Hey there, Delilah, right? You know, y'all heard this story. Oh yeah. And uh, but if some of you listening, you may not have. You Tim know, Hawkins tells the story. Yeah, this, right, the, the Tim Hawkins show. cover is really really good. Hey there, Delilah. Isn't that right? You took that, too much off the side. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> so then. But here's the thing, guys. Here's the Jerry Springer action part of the show. Okay, this is the this is, is the it crazy... when he gathered up a hundred foxes, lit their tails on fire, and set them loose in the field. No, but that was pretty amazing. That was pretty cool. That was pretty cool. Uh, but this was not cool. Okay, so Samson falls in love with this girl named Delilah, and I know that she had to have been really, 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 really pretty. But mm. guess where Delilah's from? But <laughs> I don't even want to know. Uh, the wrong side of the track. That's right. Okay, so anyway. So <laughs> here's how the story goes. So Delilah's like, Samson, Samson, tell me how you got your strength, right? Y'all know what I'm talking about. <laughs> yes. But here's yeah. the thing. So he makes up something, right? And the girl calls in the Philistines while homie's sleeping. And they bust up in the house, right? Well, she cuts his hair. Yeah, yeah. That's a crucial no, part. Of the wait, story. wait, wait. That's that's. But I, I'm building up to that. Oh, but okay. Oh. So, no, hear, hear me, hear me. Okay. <laughs> so he wakes up and she's like, "You lied to me." Like, you, and, and he doesn't have this feeling like, "Oh, you just tried to kill me." It's like you lied to me. Like, <laughs> you know <laughs> what? So she does it again. He tells her something else. It's a complete lie. All this. He's sudden, too forgiving. Yes. Yeah, so they come busting up in the house again, right? Okay. Wakes up Samson. There are strangers in his house, you know, trying to kill him. Right? Absolutely. Are you not seeing the issues here? All of a sudden, this is crazy. Get him a crazy chick. So she's like, you know what she said? I can't believe you lied to me. Really? When is homie going to catch on? So all of a sudden, she nags. He's and strong, she whines, not smart, and she, Seth. And she, yeah, and she whines, and she cries, and she whines, and she cries for like a week. And and you lied to me. You did. You don't really love me. You don't. Like, homie, girl, you tried to kill me twice. That's what, that should have been the response here, right? Leave, leave that chick on red <laughs> and go find someone else, man. That's what I'm saying. So finally, he tells her the real thing. Smarty over here. And, and. Obviously, she gets his haircut and bust up in there, and guess what? Samson's taken out. Any any surprises here, guys? No. Any any surprises? What wasn't she given silver in in? Uh, yeah, in but like for it? I mean, but here's hmm, that the deal. That sounds familiar. Homie had two warnings before. Like mm-hmm. what what just went down to here? Like you knew what was coming. You can't act like you did. Maybe didn't. she'll be different this time. Right? Nope. Yeah. Obviously, a week later. Uh. 
but this is what I want to see. Pushing your boundaries. This is what I've always heard. Because I always heard people tell me, you need to have boundaries in your relationship. You need to do this. You need to do that. And I always heard, don't do this. Don't do this. And, and Brad, I think you were saying that a little earlier before the show went on. The boundaries, you should you shouldn't do this and you shouldn't do that. And you should and we hear all those things, right? We we hear them all the way from our parents, from our pastors, from the teachers at school, stuff like this. From you know, we just hear it over and over and over and over again. But I'm gonna tell you why you don't want to push your boundaries in your relationship, and this is why. Because pushing your boundaries destroys your power and your destiny. Mm-hmm. With God to do the will that he set before you. See, when we push our boundaries, we push these things to the side in our lives. We begin to destroy and ruin all that God has planned for us. Because when we push our boundaries, we're pushing away the thing that God has for us, right? Uh, In in the moment, it seems like this isn't going to hurt me. This isn't going to bother me, but it does. So today, I want to talk to you about good advice to protect our destinies when dealing with our relationships. And the first thing I want to say is this. Realize guys use the emotional to get the physical. And girls use the physical to get the emotional. And before you're listening out there and you're acting like you're super spiritual or you would never fall or any, there's no way that you could be tempted. I, I, I love this quote. It says, if you think you cannot fall into sexual sin, then you are godlier than David. You're stronger than Samson. And you're wiser than Solomon. No matter how spiritual you are in this area, it's so hard to deal with if you don't make some pre-decision decisions. And I'm going to talk about that in a a minute. In fact, guys and girls, it's hypocritical to take something from a man or woman that you don't want taken from your future husband or wife. And if if you would uh, not want someone doing what you're doing with your girlfriend or your boyfriend... Uh, done to your future daughter or son you probably shouldn't be doing it Uh, and my question is this why is it so important that we have boundaries on our spiritual life because Uh, if you don't set boundaries if you don't set boundaries you're going to go anywhere and everywhere and by the time you figure out that you've gone too far it's far too late absolutely and and all of this is just a distraction everything's Mm -hmm. a distraction from from your destiny, from what God has from you, and from your walk with God itself. If you're if you don't know who you are in Christ and you don't know how to how to set boundaries, how to live um, the way that Christ wants us to live in a relationship, then you shouldn't be in a relationship. And because because you start filling the gap in your life with the other person instead of with God. Mm, which so, comes to my second point. Exactly. Which comes to my second point. This is so good. There should only be one person you long for until you get married now listen you're you're probably sitting there thinking you're being super spiritual you're just hear me out right here nobody can complete you in your life nobody Mm -hmm. even listen here let me say this and and steven can he can back me up on this one i feel pretty confidently nobody can really complete you completely in your life but god and that includes the marriage isn't that true steven yeah, it is. I mean, it's of course, talks about in the Bible with the, the two people becoming one, the man and the woman who are the husband and wife becoming one flesh. But you're right. I mean, for total completion, 
I mean, yes, that's the way God intended it, but really the total completion, because nobody knows you like God does. Mm-hmm. Not right. even your girlfriend, not your boyfriend, who become your, your husband or your wife. So, yeah. Yeah. And, and I, I, I used this quote because I thought it was so powerful, is dependency grows, our relationship goes. Right? You should never expect someone to fill the void that only Jesus can. Right? It's impossible. There's nobody or there's nobody on this planet who can do that. They just can't. And so let me ask you this, guys. Why is it so important we allow God to be what completes our lives? It's so important because God is the only perfect being that there is. Mm-hmm. And if we allow something short of perfect to, to be what satisfies us, then we're going to be we're thirsting for something else. We're going yeah. um, to be lacking that satisfaction, um, whether it take a few months, a few days, minutes... Yeah. Um, or like a, a lifetime of uh, of that. If we fill ourselves with something that's not God, ultimately we're going to be lacking that satisfaction, and we're going to be distracted from so much, yeah. from so much better what God has for us. Yeah. Um, and so, it, and if you're not filling that that gap with God, then then you're falling short. I, th- I think I heard a, a minister. He was talking about another subject, but I feel like it applies here. I heard this. Uh, I believe it was yesterday. Uh, talking about like an identity crisis that yeah. we have, you know, in, in the church and I mean, really in society. But once you understand that you are a son or a daughter of of the king, once you know who you are in Jesus, you're not going to have to fill that void with anything else. Yeah. It doesn't matter who, like what anybody else says or thinks about you because you already know what, what the Lord thinks about you and who you are in him. So you won't have to fill that void with other things that will never be able to fill it. Yeah. That's good. And then this one, this is an important one, guys. This is so important. And I think you you are you are talking about this a little bit, but I and I want to say this, your goal in your relationship should never become how far can we go before our boundary is pushed. No. The goal should be to set boundaries before the opportunity ever arises. Because and I'm I'm going to just be honest with you, everybody every teenager, every single person out there dating anything if you don't make pre-decision decisions in your relationship, the opportunity to fail is going to arise. Mm-hmm. And we talk about the devil, the enemy of our soul. He wants to kill, steal, and destroy. He is looking for ways to destroy you. And if he can take this away, he will. So what what do you what do some of those decisions look like? Like this. I know this sounds this is funny, and at, at the same time, it's truthful. Always be in a lit room, right? Mm-hmm. Date in public. The movies, bowling, restaurants, the mall. I know most of you don't go to the mall anymore. It's okay. With friends or family who will not allow you to be compromised. In other words, if you go on a date and you call somebody accountability, but they would be doing something you know you shouldn't be doing, they're not accountability. They're only there. They're going to help you compromise. You don't Mm -hmm. need to be with those people. And then places not to be in your bedroom with the door shut. Your car with no one around. Anywhere where you can't be held accountable. These are important things we should keep in mind. So let me ask you this. Why is it so important that we make pre-decision decisions in our relationship? Because you're less likely to push the boundaries, much less break them, if you make those pre-decision decisions. Yeah. What do you think, Brad? Um, it's, it's just it's preparing yourself for success. If you set yourself up for failure... You're absolutely going to get failure. Yeah. And if you set yourself up for success, then you have you have better opportunities 
and if you really stay within your uh, your pre-decision decisions as you're putting it, then it's impossible to, to slip up. And sometimes it takes us, it takes it being out of our control because when we can say that we're strong enough to, to resist temptation, but when we're really in a situation in the heat of the moment, you don't know what can go wrong. Yeah, yeah. And it's like the old adage of, you know, people don't plan to fail, they fail to plan. Yeah. I think that applies here. You don't plan to break those boundaries, but sometimes if you fail to make pre-decision decisions, you end up breaking those boundaries. Yeah. And then I'm going to tell you one more story here. Realize God wants more than anything in this world for you to complete your destiny. You were created for greatness. I want to tell you that, whether you believe it or not, whether you've heard it or not, you were com- you were created for greatness. You were created to be something amazing in Genesis. This story that I'm about to tell you is found in Genesis 39, six, the second part of 6 through 18. And it's the story of Joda- Joseph and Potiphar's wife, right? And uh, you've heard this story too, Brad. Absolutely. Uh, yeah, I'm looking at it right now. But Joseph is here, right? So he is... He gets sold into slavery by his brothers to Egypt. He mm-hmm. ends up with this guy named Potiphar. And he's doing all the right things. He's 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 doing the godly things. He's living the life. He's making the right decisions. He's he's done the pre-decision he, decisions. And he comes to a moment, really, guys, that really changes his life. I mean, if we think about it, it changes his life forever. Uh, where Potiphar is gone, right? He's out of the house. And Potiphar's wife has a thing for Joseph. You've read the story, right? Yes. And and Potiphar's wife wants Joseph to sleep with him, with her. And and he she, while her husband's out, tries to seduce him. Right, to seduce him. And Joseph does one of the most incredible things ever. He runs, right? In the midst, she grabs, yeah, he's like, no, I'm not going to be a part of that. My destiny's more important. She grabs his cloak and keeps it and tells her husband, he raped me, right? He he did this thing that he tried not to be blamed for. Mm-hmm. And and this is this all in the Bible, guys. This, this is crazy. But what kinds of rewards... Did Joseph get because he ran in this moment? What eventually happened if in you, his life? If you track his story through, and that's why I was reading uh, quickly Genesis thirty nine forty and forty one, uh, because I didn't want to misquote this, but because we, we looked at it in Sunday school a few few weeks back. But um, he uh, goes to prison, yeah, um, uh, initially because uh, of the accusations, and right. um, after he um, is in prison, then. Um, the, it says, you know, God was with him in the and um, the prison keeper, like the the guard, yeah. uh, saw favor in Joseph, and Joseph was assigned like leadership positions within prison. Um, and the it says that the prison guard didn't have to worry about anything that Joseph was in charge of. So he was showing um, that kind of it's a, almost like a foreshadowing to what was to come. And then uh, the story of the the cupbearer and the baker, um, and then Joseph interpreting their dreams and. Um, and then Pharaoh had a dream about, um, you know, the, the calf, the skinny calf, and uh, yeah. the seven of them. Yeah. And um, so he was eventually, like, put in charge of Egypt. Yeah. Uh, and then it comes full circle, and his brothers find him and everything when there's a massive drought. And, and serve um, him. And then, yeah. yeah. And Joseph has all the food stored up. So, so because of this moment, I, I would say, because of this one decision, yes, he goes to prison. That's not a fun experience, guys. It's not great. 
But then eventually he gets promoted to number two in the most powerful government in the land at the time. This, which included wealth, a wife, children, being able to save his nation. So out of this one moment, God chooses Joseph because of his faithfulness to purity, right? So last thing I want to ask you, what kinds of rewards does God give us? God give us for having boundaries, for making right decisions. It's it's not always that, you know, you're not going to become the vice president of the United States. No, 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 no. But and that's not what I was saying. It, I, what yeah. it is is that, um, you know, you started, like, the title of this part of the clutch was Good Advice to Protect Our Destinies. Yeah. Our destiny is what Christ has for us. Called and us the reward, do. right, and the reward for that is getting to be in Christ's will, having... Um, having what god wanted you to have um and, and it's on a smaller scale and you will always have enough you will always god will always be with you um if, if you stay in his will yeah. and um it's not always you know perfect situations and everything but it's not what it it's not what it could be if you were to stray from that so man Dude, i think you hit the nail on the head i feel like anything so i had to say is just gonna echo it so yeah right yeah so good. So set boundaries, make good decisions, and like I said, make good pre-decision decisions. Let me say that because that's a game changer. It really is, and and not only in your relationships, in so many things. Good pre-decision decisions. Here's a great pre-decision decision. <laughs> Marco's Pizza. Amen. Um, that is that has to be God's destiny for your life. Plan it for dinner. Absolutely, it is. because uh, all good and perfect things come from from Him, and um, their <laughs> their pizza, salad, sub sides, desserts, and beverages are, are perfect. In, is in my opinion. Yes. Uh, if you don't believe me, you can go see for yourself at seventy three sixty Highway four thirty one, Suite eleven, Albertville, Alabama, in the shops of Albertville. Uh, you can also call them at two five six 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 zero five six six six. That's not. Uh, the number to a cult. That is the number to Marco's Pizza. <laughs> uh, also, you can go online at marcos.com. And, and tell them the varsity sent you. Tell them the varsity sent you. And we promise, hint, hint, you won't be disappointed. Uh, <laughs> it's the Varsity Athlete Interview. It is. And we are so excited to have Lillian Smith and Jackie Gaskin here in the studio from Marshall Christian. How are you guys? Good, good. Fantastic. And you are both sophomores. Yes, sir. Mm-hmm. You both play on the same team. Softball. What position do you play? Oh, uh, we don't know yet. We're to be determined, mm-hmm. right? <laughs> what po- did you play last year? Um, yes. No. And what position did you play last year? Uh, I played outfield. Outfield. Awesome. You want to... Say something. I was just just closer to the mic a little bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Go ahead. Oh, um, <laughs> what's your favorite part about softball? Uh, probably like just being like around like our friends and like just getting to like grow closer. I guess. Yeah. How about you, Jackie? Um, the team and like just having fun. Awesome. That's what th- it's all about. I thought it was. Beating the snot out of ball. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's also a good answer. I feel also, like that's just part of it. Also a good answer. And uh, both of you do cheer. Yeah. Both of you play volleyball. Mm-hmm. Tell me about those two sports. 
I use tears to sport. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, you're welcome. Uh, anyway, <laughs> so Lillian, tell me about that. What's your favorite of all sports since you do? You do softball, volleyball, cheer, tumble, and swim. Yeah, um, I think I like volleyball the best. Volleyball the best. Mm-hmm. And why is that? I really don't know. I just like... I guess because you get to like play more in contact with the ball than like... Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and what's your favorite, Jackie? Um, Softball. Softball and moi? Uh, it's just more fun. It's more know. fun. Is it more laid back or mm-hmm. okay? Okay, so I, I see that like you've won a Jack, uh, right, Lillian, you've won a 4-H award. Yes. In 2017, tell me about that. Like, what did you do to win the 4-H award? Like, so in 2017, that was my first year to do 4-H. And, tell, like, did, tell us a little bit of what 4-H is. 4-H is basically like a club where you get together and you like do different activities that you wouldn't normally do is like there's baking and then there's woodworking and there's birdhouse and a lot of other stuff Mm -hmm. so and i did them all last year and so i got that award awesome come on now one ribbons at county roundup and at the meetings yeah so good. What is, what is county roundup? Does this involve uh, roping small animals? No. <laughs> <laughs> okay. We no. could only wish. <laughs> so county roundup for 4-H is where, like, your whole county comes together. Whoever's won like first place and like you have to place to be able to go. But like, there's certain things for like if you win first place and certain things mm-hmm. you get to go and compete in that one. Fantastic. Yeah. What's your favorite category in that? I don't know. I really like woodworking. All right. I like woodworking. Yeah. Fashioning things out of wood. Yeah. Jackie. Not that you guys mm-hmm. needed a definition, but there it is. <laughs> that was fantastic, Thank by you. the way. Jackie, what would you... Do you have any uh, other skills and ability other than your many, many various sports that you participate in? I like to do hair. Really? Do yeah. the hair. <laughs> so you like to cut hair? or no, you like just braid it. Just and, braid it. Yeah. Oh. What's the? Do you have like pictures of the coolest thing you've ever done like that? Well, I don't have a picture, but like I cornrowed my sister's hair, which is a what? bunch of little tiny braids. Funny story. I have tried to get cornrows in my hair. <laughs> what? Yeah. What? Is, there has you, to be this, photo this evidence was, of this. No, this was when I was 19. I was <sighs> interning at a youth group in South Alabama. Yeah. You. <laughs> I cried. It hurt so bad. You cried? They, they pull your hair. <laughs> So tight. Am I wrong? Mm-hmm. You pull the hair so tight that I just, I didn't mean to, just tears. There's got, if you, if any of you are listening out there and you know about this, this happening. Yes. If you have photo evidence of Seth Henniger it with is. cornrows, please it send, I will pay you money. I'll give you my firstborn. I, <laughs> I just want to see it. I'll give you my firstborn. <laughs> so, uh, Lillian, uh, you said... Uh, that you have, you like to snorkel and and whistling. Yeah. Why don't like you whistle something time? there? What? Yeah, whistle something for us, Lillian. Oh, it just got quiet. So. <laughs> Why are you not taking a picture of this? <laughs> uh, trust me, I'm about to get there, but I'm putting something on Facebook first. Oh man, this is fantastic. That's uh, it's better than I've ever whistled. Before. All right, Jameson, um, your turn. 
<laughs> you know, so I can't do that. I can do it. I just choose not to. And Jackie? Um, yeah, I can. <laughs> I'm having fun. So tell me about snorkeling. Um, well, I've snorkeled in different places. Um, we lived in Hawaii for a, a year. What? Yeah. How was that? Uh, it was wow. an experience. And it, was it not a good one? Um, it was. It was just different. Mm-hmm. Like, stuff's more expensive, and mm-hmm. everything has to be imported, and, yeah, the beaches uh, are, like, they're not, they're, like, pretty. Yeah. But, like, some of the water, if where you, it depends on where you go, is kind of, like, murky and stuff, so. Mm. So, we're talking great white shark territory, getting, mm-hmm. um. No. No, the water's no. a little like, too warm for that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, there's some white teeth rip sharks. Well, Reef shark. That yeah. sounds terrifying. Yeah. Yeah. Follow up. Have you ever been attacked by a shark? <laughs> no. No. Go ahead. You got anything? Um. It says here that you cry over math. Yeah, I can't do math. Come on, girl. No. I feel you. All right. I mean, I hated math as well, and I probably did worse than crying over math, but I've repented of that, and Jesus has set me free. Amen. Um, uh, and you drove all the way from California to Alabama. Yeah. Like you personally or your family? No, like our family. Okay. Like from when we lived in Hawaii, we flew to California mm-hmm. and yeah. drove down. Man. Yeah. Well, how was that? Was it a fun road trip experience or is yes. it like... Oh, really? Did any family members die in the event of the travel? No, surprisingly. See, I, I took a road trip out to Denver yeah. uh, when we were when I was a kid. You were about halfway yeah. there. I, yeah. I cried <laughs> through Kansas because there is nothing yeah. in yeah. Kansas. Yeah. How many times nothing did you ask your father or mother, Kansas. are we there yet? Are we there yet? Are we there? I feel like it was probably evident they were nowhere near there. Yet. No. Yeah. Um, I didn't ask a lot because I like enjoyed doing stuff on the way. Oh no, that's cool. Yeah. yeah. Hmm. I thought what kind of stuff like would you trapped. guys do? Did you guys stop at every little like roadside attraction or like? No. When we were in California, we went to the San Diego Zoo. Okay. Mm-hmm. And then we drove through New Mexico. There's nothing. No. Out there. Nothing. nothing. I've been there. Nothing. Yeah. And then we went to Tombstone, Arizona. Okay. Yeah. And then. See where the OK Corral was? You guys see that? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes, sir. Wow. And then we went to Texas and we went to Glen Rose and went to go see the dinosaur footprints in the water. And then we went to Louisiana and went to Duck Commander. Oh. Come on now. Yeah. Monroe, nice. Louisiana. Yep. Nice. And then drove just straight through Mississippi and into Alabama. Wow. What? So was New Mexico by far the worst stretch of that trip? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So Jackie, have you ever mm-hmm. taken any long road trips, Jackie? No. No. It's a good question, Jackie. Let me ask you this: What is the craziest thing <clears throat> that you or your family have ever done? Like craziest trip? Craziest? Nothing. You just. We went to the beach once. <laughs> Was that a was that a pleasant experience to go yeah. to the beach? Yeah, it was fun. She didn't have to drive across the country. It was a good day. <laughs> it, was, <laughs> it was not bad. Uh, what would you say you do as a hobby? Like, what's your what's the most interesting thing you can do? She can she can uh, whistle, and which snorkel. is incredible, and snorkel. Do you have any special talents, abilities? Not really. <laughs> I don't buy that. I don't. I don't <laughs> Which I, I want to go to this one because this is so important. Most interesting thing Lillian can do. I like this. Quote lines and songs 
from movies. Yeah. So let's talk about that. Tell me your favorite movie and quote a line from it. Well, I don't know. I really like Disney movies. Yeah. Like... What's the top? Where, Give, me top where, three. Where Give us top three. Where, hold on, hold on, hold on. Hold on. Where was Nemo? <laughs> Give me the address. Uh, oh my gosh, I know this. Uh. Um, oh my gosh, I know this. Come on, Dory. You got this. I'll give you the first two. It's P. Sherman. P. Sherman. Sherman 42 Wallaby Way. Come yeah, on, there Australia. you go. Sydney. Come yeah. on. Sydney. P. Sherman 42 Wallaby Sydney. Way, Sydney. So, favorite top three favorite Disney movies, mm. since you said they're your favorite? Um, Probably, like, Finding Dory. Okay. Yep. And. So good. Uh, Moana. And probably Zootopia. Ah. Zootopia was, it was nice. It was Flash, nice. Flash, 100 Yard Dash. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay. Going to Jackie. Top three favorite movies. Um, Disney movies? Any, Any movies. movies. Uh, Edward Scissorhands. <laughs> really? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, With the hair cutting thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The Greatest Showman and Mary oh. Poppins Returns. I have what? not Mary seen Poppins that one. Returns. Have you seen that one? I, ha- I haven't even seen Mary no. Poppins. I don't, I don't know. I have to admit that I very much enjoy Greatest Showman. Mm-hmm. Very I, much. I don't. I, I have Did you never watch that, Stephen? Yeah, I've seen it. Did you enjoy that? Good stuff. Mm-hmm. Did you sing? Uh, almost. <laughs> <laughs> was it, in fact, the greatest show? Was it? Actually, it was really good. It was really good. It was really impressive. It, it was, was a really impressive show. show. I thought it was amazing. So, who just busted out in song? Was no, that I can't Lillian? wait for Dumbo. Because <laughs> Dumbo is supposed to be... Oh, that was yeah. Brad. Dumbo is going to be interesting. Are you, Brad. Are, you are you guys excited about the Aladdin remake? Yes. 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 No? Are you, like, I feel like I'm and, in the same wait, camp. There's a Lion King remake, I'm definitely too. not excited about that. Oh, you I just, am. I don't am. mess with what's perfect. Don't yeah. fix it if it ain't broken. It was perfect. Don't touch it. Leave it alone. So, anyway... Uh, let's see. I want to hear about everybody has these. Okay, we've interviewed 150 athletes. Mm-hmm. We want to hear about your most embarrassing moment. Right? It can happen at, at on the a field, on the field, on the bus, in the locker room, as whatever long, it is. Everybody's got one of these. So we want to hear you yours. Can share it on Christian radio. That's else. right. Yes. Okay. Well, <laughs> um. We were at practice one day, and for softball or no, for volleyball, and I didn't have on my volleyball shoes, and so I went to get a ball, and my feet stuttered and I fell right on my face. Oh, fun! Um, one, time, one time I was like, we were in the outfield for practice and softball, and I went to get a ball and I face planted in the mud. <laughs> fun! She yeah. came <laughs> home with a mud mask. So <laughs> yep. good. Now I'm gonna I'm gonna put y'all against each other. I see you have tons of coaches. So who would you say? Is your favorite coach in the most valuable lesson they've ever taught you? Uh, coach Thacker, my volleyball coach, and yeah. he taught us not to give up. Yeah. Um, yeah, I would probably say Coach Thacker. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Fantastic, guys. You did a marvelous job. We're going to go to a song right now, but we are so glad that we had the opportunity to interview you. Go Marshall Christian Stallions. Hey, let's play some music. Here's Derek Miner featuring Urban Rescue with Waltz right here on the Varsity Radio Show. We build walls all around us. It's the Varsity Athlete Interview. Yes, it is. And we are back here with two brand new athletes. Troy Mitchell. 
I'm gonna say hey. Hey. Come on, man. We got enth- enthusiasm. Uh, and then Zoe Smith, our very first junior high interview. How about that? Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Breaking ground here. Congratulations, on the Zoe. You're a first. You're pretty impressive. So anyway. So, Zoe Smith and Troy Mitchell. Now, Troy, you are 17 years old. You're a junior, and you play baseball uh, up until last week. (laughs) (laughs) He didn't get kicked off the team. He did not. The team got kicked off of him. Yeah. Troy was just too good. Tell us a little bit about what's going on with all that. Well, uh, we started out our first practice, and we had everyone but two people show up. And they were just saying that they had to go do something. And then I missed a practice. And then the next time we had another practice, I got there. And they said that we weren't going to have a team. And I was like, oh, huh. I'm going to play some baseball. And Troy cried. I didn't cry. He didn't cry. <laughs> <laughs> he, was, he was upset. Devastated. I was just, I was adding effects. So Zoe, Zoe volleyball, softball, swim team, cheer, and tumble. Wow. What is your favorite of those? Um, my favorite sport is probably softball. Softball, and why is that? Because we get to softball. Our softball team is, we don't have a varsity and a junior high team for softball, and so it's a bunch of different age groups, and we get to, like, interact and get to know the people outside of our grades. Hmm. Wow. Interesting. It's good. And, uh... What coach would you say is your favorite coach? Coach Coach Thacker. And what has Coach Thacker taught you? Um, He's taught us to not blame other people for the mistakes that we make. So good. That's a great lesson. It really is. What's it? Do you got? Do you play on the same team as your sister? I'm on junior high and varsity in volleyball. Okay. So how is that playing um, with your sister? Um, she's your favorite, right? Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Interesting car ride home. Wow! Way to set that up, Seth. Somebody might want to come pick up Zoe. Yeah. <laughs> she's gonna need an extra ride. Anyway, Zoe. So how how is it playing on the same team with your sister? Do you enjoy that, or is it cool opportunity? Or I enjoy it because. We don't normally get to play sports together, yeah. so it gives us a chance to actually play on the field or on the court with each other. Yeah. So sure. instead of like at home when you're competing with each other, you're like competing together. Against. Yeah. That's pretty cool. That's nice. So, uh, Zoe, what would you say you're better at than Lillian? Uh, <laughs> Seth Henniger is trying to set all sorts of family squabbles up in here today. No. Um... Any board game, any video game, any... Uh, no. no. I think we're about equal pretty much all around. There you go. Mm, that's Lily's the shaking her head. Lily, Lily. That gets, get that, back up here. Get back up here real quick. That right, the answer Here we go. We're going to ask this home. question. You can just... You can talk into that microphone real quick. What, Lily, what are you better than Zoe at? Um... Mostly everything. (laughs) (laughs) Zoe took the high road. Did you see that? And then Lily's like, no, I ain't doing it. I ain't doing it. (laughs) 
man. <laughs> Sorry, Troy. I gave you a front row seat to the fun. Anyway, uh, Troy, uh, I see that you have no reward. Hey, hey, he didn't uh, do this. He doesn't have any awards. Right, 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 right. He's a cool guy. But uh, you like to shoot guns, and you can blacksmith, and you can make a knife. Okay. That's pretty impressive. Yeah. Tell us about some of the awards you have won. Yeah, tell us. So I've won uh, several awards on uh, shooting, like, Marksman's Awards mm-hmm. uh, with the Royal Rangers. Ah. See, that counts. So don't mess with him because... We have pictures yeah, and get of his weapons here. Yeah, you're ready. You're definitely it's not, ready it's for not a, a weapon. It's a butcher's knife. He's definitely ready for some zombie apocalypse. This man, or to to butcher a cow. Okay, like, it doesn't have to all be violence. Okay, so butchering a cow <laughs> is peaceful. I mean, <laughs> I mean the cow's dead. It doesn't That's really fight it. back. I anyway, mean, it's kind of a okay, peaceful experience. Yes. Anyway, so. Uh, but you, how did you get into blacksmithing? And tell us about a little bit about that. Well, uh, like you know, I'm in the Royal Rangers, and I uh, went on a camp. And Explain I saw, Royal Rangers, because most people don't know what that is. Oh, yeah, uh, it's a uh, ministry where it's kind of like a Boy Scouts, but it's a uh, you know, it, it's it's in the church. So you, uh, it's like a church Boy Scouts. It's a, yeah, it's a okay. Continue. And so, I mean, like, you go camping and stuff like that. Yeah. And learn to do stuff. Awesome. And, and so, when when was it that you were, like, first intrigued by blacksmithing? Like, I just found it cool that you could take a piece of metal and make it into a knife or anything you wanted. Right. And get Fantastic. it all hot and melt it. And then, because I've seen at Camp Lone Eagle where they do their, their campouts, they have, like, an old, like, turn of the century, uh, I don't even know what it's called. Forge. Forge, yeah. Where they they, they would uh, use this big windbag to like pump air into yeah, it to make heat it up. Yeah, the fire get hotter. Yeah, yeah. Like, and I've seen it in action. I've seen them forge things before. It's pretty wild. Zoe. Zoe, the most interesting thing that you can do. Your mm. sister can quote lines from movies and songs. Is there something like that you can do or are really cool... Like we've had people be able to twist their tongues and stuff like that a few weeks ago. That was pretty impressive, guys. I wasn't here for that. Yeah, that was Douglas. You weren't here. That uh-huh. was, it was pretty incredible. Uh, but is there any special talent or ability you have? Um, no, not really. Okay. Top three favorite movies. My top three favorite movies? Yes. Mm-hmm. Um... The Lion King, The Greatest Showman, and mm. I don't know. Probably, no. probably Brave. Okay. Brave. What would you say your hobbies are? My hobbies. Yeah, some of your uh, hobbies, things you like to do in your spare time. I like to read and go hiking. Okay. Yeah. Favorite book? My favorite book, The War That Saved My Life. The War That Saved Your Life. Bye. Mm-hmm. Um, Kimberly something. I don't know. Awesome. Fantastic. <laughs> Since y'all are laughing. It's okay. 
So you're a big book reader, huh? Yeah. Yeah? Are you just saying that because you're on the radio, or do you like... No, I like actually like reading. There it is. Thank you, Stephen. You never fail me. Kimberly Brubaker Bradley. You generally show me what I want to see even before I ask it. Mm -hmm. Can you ask for anybody better than Stephen? It's a good book. I don't want anybody better than Stephen. I know. Nobody gets better than Stephen. Anyway, go ahead. Um, So what... Are you a big reader, Troy? Used to be. Used to be. What? What? Is there a book that just burns you, hurts your feelings, don't make you want to read no more? <laughs> no, I just kind of like, I don't know, I just kind of like stopped. It's I either guess. like, I could you read or stopped. I could forge things and shoot guns. Yeah. I Try. feel like that's probably what happened. All right. Uh, you can make, we've covered that you love to shoot things, um, to make things out of metal, forging things, and you can make yourself a knife. Um... Why was it embarrassing that you left your baseball belt at home? And like, is tell that, us about that. Yeah, is it a belt that holds many baseballs, or do they does hold it look up like the Batman's pants? belt, or what? Do they hold up the, the pants here? by which you play baseball with? Well, uh, I mean, you can't really play without your belt, and so you I had to like probably shouldn't. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, and then I had to like uh, pull my jersey out, like uh, you have to mm-hmm. keep tucking, so I had to like pull it out and like cover cover yeah. where your belt would be. Yeah. yeah. Sneaky, sneaky, like. Did you get caught? No. No. Wow. Well, well, the coach knew. Yeah. Skills. Did the umpire know? No. He did not. Mm. Most umpires don't know. Just kidding. That's not true. Zoe. Are you saying they have a hard time with sight? Yes. <laughs> I'm saying that. Zoe. <laughs> you said it. I did. The Saints game. That's all I'm saying. Zoe. Chad, Chad, if you're listening, that goes for everyone but you. Yeah. And and you, Uncle Dave. Zoe, most embarrassing moment you've had in any sport. Everybody has them, so it, it didn't have to happen during the during the thing. It could have been a practice, could have been getting ready on the way there. Um. Well, there was this one time when we were in Hawaii, played basketball. Yeah. And we were practicing, and we were practicing like it was a real game, and we practiced against another team. Yeah. And um. At halftime, we switched the courts, and nobody knew that we were going to. So, like, both teams were playing in each other's goals. So, basically, which team was winning for the other team? Um, <laughs> probably our team was yeah. winning for the other team. There you go. You got this. So, technically, you were winning for them. That's great. That's fantastic. The, the ref, can you see the ref right now? Like, what is going on? A very confused man. <laughs> very confused. Like, I've never seen this. I saw this, Troy. If you could do anything in your life without failing, what would you do? And you said this, <laughs> and I thought this was hilarious. It do actually, we have the video? I have the video the, right here. You, sh- yeah, but yeah. Anyway, what <laughs> we can? I'll explain. Anyway, uh, so Troy says that he would uh, be one of those uh, skiing twenty-two shooters for the Olympics. Yeah, I don't understand why you're not pursuing this. There's not a lot of snow in Alabama. <laughs> you could move. You know? <laughs> you could move. I mean, I guess I, I could practice on rollerblades. That's right. Hey. I have a friend in Montana. Whatever you got to do. He said it snowed 16 inches overnight. Listen to this. Jameson's going to hook you up with Montana. Yeah, I have a buddy. You <laughs> and you're, and you're gonna... Yeah. So, with, uh, Troy, favorite three movies? Uh, The Patriot. Mm-hmm. Uh, Good one. Braveheart. With Mel Gibson? Yes. Yeah? Okay. Yeah. Braveheart. Yeah? And, uh, 
Disney movie, probably Moana. Like Moana. That's not what you wanted to say. Did you say Moana? Moana. Yeah. You talking about the Hawaiian? Yeah. yeah okay. I'll, I've watched it a few times. <laughs> there it's, it is. It's his. It's his. Uh, this is your niece's favorite. I knew. My mom went blank. It is your baby niece's favorite movie. There you go. That's Disney. why he's watched it a few times. That and, that and the Wiggles. The Wiggles. All right. Okay. <laughs> Anyway, oh, guys, we we are so glad that we have had the opportunity to have you on the show. Hey, we're going to be back in the next few minutes. Our boy Brad, yeah, y'all are going to stay here. Mm-hmm. We're going to bring up the other two. Brad is going to make y'all compete for an authentic Varsity Radio Show shirt. Mm-hmm. It's going to be fantastic. He's got a game. He's going to make you compete. We're going to watch. Me and Jameson, it's going to be great. So, but, uh, but before we wh- go. Yeah, before we go, tell them about... How everybody in the studio, anybody listening, can be a winner. Absolutely, anybody listening can be a winner uh, by simply going to Marcos. That's Marcos Pizza, but they have more than pizza. What more do they have? I'll tell you. They got salads, desserts, sides, subs, and beverages. Uh, where are they located? I'll tell you that too. It's seven sixty three Highway four thirty one, Suite eleven in Albertville, Alabama, in the shops of Albertville. No, it's not misspelled. They meant to spell it that way. Shoppies. Why? I don't know. Their phone <laughs> number is 256-660-5666. You can also reach them at marcos.com. And if you tell them that the Varsity sent you, you won't be disappointed. That's right. Hey, Stephen, can I ask you something? Sure, what you got? Do you think Marcos will be in heaven? Mm. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, me too. Yep. Let's go to some music. Here's a live city with Coming Alive. Never really cared a thing that you really cared for me I thought life was better on my own Never thought you'd stop and wonder You made a million colors And now you're thinking about me Alright, so I've got our four athletes here Um, We've got Lillian, Zoe, Troy, and Jackie There we go, I set them out of order Um, So we're going to play a game to compete for our t-shirt uh, once everybody gets situated here. And I've already explained the rules to them, but so that the viewers know what's going on. Um, we are going to play a game called the Exhaustion Game. So I'm going to start uh, by giving them a category, and they will take turns saying uh, one word apiece, or compound words or whatever, that fit into that category, and we'll move on to the next person. Uh, so when you can't think of anything else, you're out. Uh, and then the last man standing will, will win a t-shirt. So we, we ready, guys? All right, so we'll start, we'll start with uh, Lillian here. And our category for today is fruits and vegetables. So name as many fruits and vegetables as you can. Sorry, Lillian. Go ahead. Celery. Grapes. Tomato. Pomegranates. Uh, pineapple. Avocado. Carrot. Potatoes. And no re- no repeating answers, too, by the way. I'm keeping up with it. But... All right, so lettuce and then... Eggplant. Apples. Tomatoes. Mangoes. Pineapple. Oh, and pineapples. Just... Has pineapple been said already? Yes. Yeah. All right, pineapple's been said. Strawberry. Um, bananas, papaya, a kiwi, passion fruit, uh, star fruit, dragon fruit, um, cantaloupe, uh, honeydew melon, watermelon, <laughs> um, five. Yep. <laughs> All right. So now we're between Lillian and Troy. Good. Um, uh, mm. it falls to you, Troy. Uh, Come up with pears. 
Pairs, there we go. All right. All right, Troy's yeah. Away. Troy wins the t-shirt. All right. <laughs> there you go, Troy. Congratulations for winning. And we're going to go to a song again. Yep, here's Rod June. We'll be back with Freestyle. It's time for the Varsity Freestyle. It's beautiful. So that's my... I love this music. That's my um, pitch matching for the day. That's beautiful. Yeah, thank you. Hey, we're going to give you a chance... Yeah, we're going to give you a chance to win. (laughs) Also, our athletes just had their chance. Now, my good friend Brad is going to give you a chance to win two tickets... To the Boaz Non Cinemas. Boaz Any movie you want except for 3D and sold out movies. That's a pretty good deal, guys. So pretty all good, you, pretty good. Yeah, so Brad's going to play, I think, some trivia so, yeah, with so, you. So you may Trivia-ya. be wondering in your car or at work or whatever you're doing right now on Facebook live stream, how do I win two tickets to the Boaz Non Cinema? Tell me, Brad. You're going to answer three questions correctly. But first, I'm going to give three. you one, and you're going to call in and answer it. And they're going to be easy. So don't worry. Not too easy, but they're gonna be easy. Easy enough. Me. Yeah. So I'll start with the first question. You call two five six five zero five zero eight eight five. Tell me the correct answer. I'll ask, I'll ask you two more, and then you can win two tickets two. to the Boaz Non Cinema. Exactly. And bragging rights. And yes. say, hey, I was rub on the radio. In, yeah, rub it into all your friends. Hey, I got free tickets on the radio because I'm smart, and you're not. And it's on <laughs> Facebook. Yeah. Hit it, Brad. All right, so the first question. Toronto's pro hockey team is named for this, which is also seen on Canada's flag. The, uh, the what? Yes. It is. The Toronto blank. Is, Tor- it, a, is it a two blank answer? Yeah. It is. It's yes. Not so. yes. So two blanks. Two Toronto, Toronto blank blank. Ask the question blank. one more time. So Toronto's pro hockey team is named for this, which is also seen on Canada's national flag. Mm. Yeah. This is a Jeopardy for kids question. Mm. So so, good, so call two five six five zero five zero eight eight five. I'll say Jeopardy it one more time. Two five six five zero five zero eight eight five, and answer this question. Toronto's pro hockey team is named for this, also seen on Canada's flag. And when you answer, you have to say, what is... <laughs> no, you don't. <laughs> so we have a caller. Scott, you there? Yes. Hey, my name is Brad. I'm pretty sure I'm the only one on the varsity panel that doesn't know you. Hey, I know Scott. you. Scott! Scott! Yes. All right, so I've got a question here, and then you'll answer two more upon a correct answer. All right, so Toronto's pro hockey team is named for this, also seen on Canada's flag. The Maple Leaf. The Maple Leaf is correct. Yeah. Woo! Yeah. The Maple Leaf. The Maple Leaf would have yeah. also been acceptable. All right. So, <laughs> next question. Um, assembled from dead bodies, the monster in this Mary Shelley book turns against its creator. There's a book, a, a couple movies. Well, it would be Frankenstein. That would be Frankenstein. Woo! Yes, Frankenstein. Next. And then the... For the win. This easy Jeopardy questions category is E before I. So words with E before I, and it's the person who lives next door. Neighbor. Neighbors. <laughs> Yay! <laughs> Woo! You so you're the winner of two Boaz 9 tickets. Congratulations. Thank awesome. you. Thank you. Hey, we'll make sure you get those, Scott. Thanks for calling in. Steven? Thank you. 
All right, I got transparency about Ozzy Moore right here on the Varsity. Take a listen to this. Uh, I know a place where the grass seems greener, friend. The days feel longer, friend. The stars shine brighter, but it'll never teach me how to stand with my knees weak or to find strength dig deep. That buzzer means it's time for me to tell you where you can find us when it's not Tuesday. And that's on Facebook, unofficial the Varsity Radio Show. We stream our show and then post it there. On Instagram and Twitter, where we update you on upcoming guests, upcoming events, where we'll be, what's going on. Instagram is at the Varsity, sorry, at Varsity underscore Radio underscore Show. Uh, so go follow that. We follow back. Yeah, we do. And on Twitter at Varsity Radio eight eight five. Go follow that. Favorite some tweets, and we will follow you back. Retweet if you like. Also, We're not going to get mad at that. <laughs> yeah, on iTunes Podcasts and on Google Play po- Podcasts, um, we post our show there the Wednesday after that Tuesday. So all of our shows are posted uh, up there on iTunes. So go subscribe to us there. Go join us on Google Play as well if you have one of those other types of phones that people use sometimes. <laughs> other mm-hmm. than an yeah. iPhone. Yeah. yeah. So uh, we've got you covered there too. So go... Uh, keep up with us. Like our pages, follow our pages, and we'll do the same for you. Fantastic. Hey, next week, I think we're having A-Rab. Is that right, Stephen? That's the plan. A-Rab Absolutely. High School in the studio. It's going to be fantastic. More we- nights for your day. Nice. I don't know what Thank to say you. to that. Anyway, <laughs> we are going to have a fantastic show next week. It's going to be incredible. Come join us back here at 88.5. JFM, the Varsity Radio Show. Same time, same place. See you next week. You stay classy and don't go changing. <laughs>